0: Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? I am Iron Man. Oh, yeah.
1: Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. This is a special episode for the release of the Avengers Blu-ray today on August 14th. So today we have Matt Hartgrove on and we have another episode releasing uh, later on as well. I might drop these both at the same time, but we have another episode with Logan Stump from We Met Behind the Castle. So we'll have him on talking about his theories for Avengers 4 and his response to Ant-Man and the Wasp. But first, we're going to get Matt Hartgrove's uh, review of Ant-Man and the Wasp and start theorizing about what will happen next in Avengers 4. All of that and more on this episode of Behind the Dreams. All right, and now we have Matt Hartgrove, my former roommate, uh, here to talk some Avengers 4 with us.
0: Hello. Hello, everyone. It's nice to be back.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. has. Yes. Um, yeah. You're a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, but, you know, we find time.
1: Right, right. Um all right, so I guess we'll just get started here. Uh, you've seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? Uh, first just general thoughts on that movie before we talk about the end credit scene.
0: Uh, I I enjoyed it more than Ant-Man. I thought it definitely Me too.
1: Well,
0: I thought it definitely continued the story really well. Um I personally, I actually thought it was better than Black Panther.
1: Me too. Uh, <laughs>
0: I know that's it's probably not the most popular opinions no. of a lot of fans <laughs> out there, but I thought the story itself was just better, right? Uh, and I I just like how it did continue the storyline of the Marvel um, universe.
1: Right, I did, like after Civil War, right?
0: Yeah, I didn't really try to jump around too much. Like it really went right into post Ant Man, post everything with that, and it actually kind of gives you background on what's really happening with Ant-Man during the whole Infinity War, so.
1: Right, right, yeah, I agree with you, um, I know a lot of people, you know, Black Panther is, like, now their favorite, or whatever, but, uh, for me, uh, Black is not in my top ten, it's not that I didn't enjoy it, I just, maybe I was... The way people were hyping it up before I went in there, I think I was just a little disappointed after everybody saying yeah. how great it was, and then I was like, "Yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, it's good."
0: Yeah, it was it was a great movie. It right. was just
1: there's just you know, so many of these now. There's twenty of them. <laughs> it's hard to yeah. yeah mm-hmm.
0: I would still I would still put it top maybe top seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but because there's been a lot of you know been a lot of the movies where I'm just like, oh you know, they're alright, but right. I definitely think it just, I left the theater going, like, something's missing, right? but, you know, it's the way it goes, I guess.
1: Right, and what I like about Ant-Man, too, is, like, I, I'm really surprised how good that movie was, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, because one of the things I was thinking is, like, it's amazing that, like, Ant-Man is becoming one of their better franchises, I feel like, <laughs> Yeah, Like, one is it not only funny, but it's, like, family-friendly, too, and it's, um, you know, Paul Rudd's great, and I love that guy.
0: Yeah, he's one of my favorite actors, mainly because of Friends.
1: Um, Right, he was my favorite, he was one of my favorite characters in Friends.
0: Yeah, he was, hands down, my favorite, uh, like, not backup character, but, like, I guess I don't even know what you would call it, but... Right. What are they called? like? He like him playing Mike was one of the best parts of the last few seasons of Friends.
1: Um, right? Maybe your favorite um, significant other of the Friends?
0: Yeah, I think that maybe that's what I I would say before. Um, yeah, he's definitely probably the best one for that, but he just doesn't seem like someone you would think of in a uh,
1: Marvel movie, right?
0: But honestly, his character is is really good.
1: Right, and he's um, got this torn, you know, he's torn before, between being, like, a good dad and, you know, doing what's right. and
0: Yeah, and it's. I just think the movies themselves, he actually has, like, I don't even know. I don't, It's really hard for me to figure out how to explain it, but, like, his character, Scott, is probably one of the, the better characters that they've created. Right. But honestly, the whole story itself, even with Hank and, um his daughter Hope, like, they just, they work really well together.
1: Right, and I did like that there was a little bit of friction of them not being happy he left. It kind of like, yeah, uh, you know, it added some more uh, I guess friction and, and and stuff between the characters and made time feel like it did pass and not everything was just you know, hunky-dory.
0: Yeah, and they, they go into a lot more detail with the second one. As, and they go right into it as to what happened with Scott after, uh, you know, civil war and the Sokovia Accords. And it right. basically shows him, him being a part of it's the reason why he really isn't going to be a part of infinity war in the first one.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So um,
0: I, I did enjoy it. I thought they tied everything in and it didn't seem like you were missing any of the story.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. He was just on uh, house arrest at that point. And then we kind of pick up with it right uh right when things start heating up again um yeah, speaking of infinity war, talking about the end credits here how this uh ties in with infinity war, <clears throat> obviously Scott goes to get some i don't know what it really is quantum juice uh in the quantum yeah. realm <laughs> uh, yeah the, yeah yeah to heal ava um and that is when, uh, the snap happens and he loses everybody. And, and now once he went in there, I realized he had to lose everybody. Like a lot of people are shocked that all of them disappeared, but really if there was even one of them left, they could just pull him out of the quantum realm. So yeah, uh, once he was in there, I knew like they all have to go, you know, <laughs> um, go ahead.
0: It was very. I I was assuming that after Infinity Wars happened, I was. I think I said that for Ant Man, the post-credit scene was going to involve what happened with that group from the snap of Thanos, right? And then, obviously, I think Captain Marvels is going to be her getting the Paid. message from um, Fury, right? Uh, so I, it wasn't like a shock to me. I guess it was just nice that they kind of confirmed and they continued with how the story of Ant-Man and the Lost does a great job of linking everything together with Scott and all the other Marvel characters, and then just to have that at the very end, I thought was really cool because it does give you a complete heads up that hey, this is what is going to be happening with Ant-Man during the second infinity war or Avengers four keep calling it second infinity
1: wars, but I
0: feel like the two parter, but I know it's not, but
1: right, right. And I, they said recently that the title should be coming out near the end of the year. So hopefully, uh, they also said we should get a trailer for captain Marvel in the fall. So maybe after that, maybe after that trailer, they'll give us the name of Avengers four. Um, Captain Marvel will be
0: interesting just because yeah. it's it's going to be, you know, after, um, I, I think Captain Marvel will just be interesting because it's going to end up being, obviously it's prior to all these events.
1: Right, in the night Yeah, it's taking place in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and they got Ronan the Accuser back for, from Guardians 1. Okay. As one of the bad guys. Um. And they're getting Phil Coulson and Samuel Jackson playing younger versions of themselves. So they said oh. they'll do the de aging on them as well. So. Oh, okay. I
0: haven't. I actually had. I haven't heard anything about the movie. So.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the big, the big thing of it. it takes place in the '90s, and um, uh, I guess this is the first time Nick Fury finds out about like aliens and such. Um, okay because she's it's about the kree and the scroll uh war which took place out and you know out in outer space yeah. and um you know the krees were the race that Ronan is from guardians one so it takes place okay. before all of that so they're able to bring him back as like a which is gonna be really awesome when you're watching it like i'm watching these in i watched them in chronological order last year Or this year for the um, no, we watched them in release order. That's what we did, but we're gonna try to watch them in chronological order before Avengers four. So that's gonna be uh, fun to see. Like there he pops in there, and then he pops in at Guardians (laughs) one. You know, and um, Uh, another person that's in it too is the guy from Guardians where like Chris, you know, where Star Lord um, is saying he's Star Lord, and the guy says who that guy's gonna be in Captain Marvel as well. Which one's that? Uh, the guy at the very beginning, when Star Lord's stealing the orb, and he's like, "I'm Star Lord, legendary outlaw," and the guy says, "Who?" And they like start oh. shooting at him and stuff. That guy's going to be in Captain Marvel as well. Oh, okay, okay. I'll pick one. Um, yeah, so it's going to be really cool to see, and, and getting Phil Coulson back, you know, as uh, before yeah. Avengers One, it's going to be pretty interesting. Oh but... yeah. Uh, In that end credit sequence, you know, it sounded like Janet uh, said to Scott when he was going into the quantum realm, watch out for the time vortexes. Um, So the popular theory going around right now.
0: Oh, I'm intrigued because I haven't heard this either.
1: Oh, you haven't heard? Okay, so the popular theory going on right now is that Scott somehow does get into a time vortex, which either sends him into the past or into the future right to 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 save the world pretty much um and and that's how he would get out of the quantum realm because right now nobody even knows he's stuck in there so i mean it's kind of like how would he get out um but now this is spoilers a little bit here but there was casting news i think they were casting a older version of his daughter cassie
0: Okay, so, I think I might have heard something with this. Maybe
1: he's going into the future and then that's when he meets like maybe then they he teams up with you know Stark or Cap and and they find a way to fix it. But also in there's um set photos from Avengers 4 that looks like Ant-Man takes part in the Battle for New York from Avengers 1. So Either he goes back in the past, or another popular theory is the barf technology from Civil War that Tony uses to relive his parents' last night alive that he sees them. So wow. we're either gonna see maybe barf technology or time travel, but it, it seems like it's really all gonna come together in that last, you know, in in this last Avengers film until we kind of yeah. get to the newer Avengers. Um, That's yeah, so my theory in that is that maybe he goes into the future, and because um, his daughter is actually a superhero in the comics too. Scott's yeah, I,
0: I remember. Daughter. I actually remember reading that um, when I was after I saw the movie.
1: Right. Right. So that's. Um, so maybe he goes there, and it's kind of like a dystopian future where only like uh, you know we're still only half of the people are there or whatever, and everything's. Okay bad and maybe his daughter is a superhero and you know maybe tony and cap are old now you know you never know and then um and maybe there's a way where he works with tony to go back to the battle of new york because that's really where there's like two infinity stones there there's the scepter and there is the tesseract so maybe they're trying to get all of those stones before thanos gets them um, you know, in the original timeline. But I'm not sure yeah. how they bring this all together without it being almost like a cheap tactic where, like, we fixed <laughs> it, nobody died now. You know, that's the thing that we have to... Yeah. How do you make some of these deaths stick? I mean, I definitely think, like you said, I I, I think we were talking about that off air, but uh, where you think uh, Loki... I think Loki and Gamora might be the only ones that actually stay dead. And Heimdall. And Heimdall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: think. Personally, I don't think any of the ones that left from the snap are gone because I think one of my favorite. One of my favorite theories or just thoughts that I had read after Infinity War, was that if you looked at it, you know, all of the original Avengers are there. Yes. They're still, yes. they're still alive. So. Whatever's gonna happen is they're going to defeat Thanos, the original ones. And then they're, instead of, you know, having this big, you know, someone dying, maybe, you know, instead of that, they, they defeat Thanos and then they kind of hand off responsibilities to the newer ones. Right. They go live normal lives. Finally. I know that would be a big thing for Iron Man. They already kind of make a mention of it before he gets brought into everything in Infinity Wars with, um, What's her name? Um, Pepper. Pepper. Um, that was my favorite theory from the entire, you know, what's going to happen with these with these uh, characters. Um, but I haven't gotten to read too much with Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I know something I had heard also was he did some, something about him being in the quantum realm. Is he's going to get to, what is it, everyone's trapped in the Soul Stone?
1: Yeah, that's a popular theory, too, is that everybody is not actually gone, they're just trapped in the Soul Stone. That's another popular theory.
0: Yeah. Um, So he does something where, being in the quantum realm, he somehow, I don't know, gets into the stone or something and helps release that. There's just all these little theories, but I remember something about
1: that one. Another popular theory was that maybe not... Uh maybe not like how you said where they pass things off, but maybe the original Avengers or some of the original Avengers sacrifice themselves to take the place of the people that dusted away. Mm. Um so I know I read that one uh on some internet. I don't like page. that one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want them dying, do you? <laughs> no. Uh and we talked about this on the trailer for the original Avengers, but I of Infinity War. I but I do think this time I'm going to stick with this this time that Cap and and Stark are gone at least one at least one of them probably die and I could see it being Cap because he's like 100 years old this year so
0: it um, could I mean I kind of like sticking with the the original ones find a way obviously I think Ant-Man and you're gonna probably get Hawkeye come back um and Captain Marvel, they're going to be doing something that's going to help bring the rest of them back. I don't know if it's say you smash one of those stones that does it cause it to kind of all of its effects right back, or do they get a hold of the Time Stone in some way, shape, or form, and then they kind of reverse everything? I re- I thought I read something about that somewhere too.
1: Yeah, um, that's been a popular one too. But the issue with that, I feel like, is that. The Time Stone is still with the Gauntlet with Thanos. So I think that you can kind of skirt around that with this Quantum Realm Time Vortex because then you don't have to have them like, like physically go find Thanos and take it back from him and fight him, you know? Um, True. But there's got to be some conflict. I, I don't think Thanos can just be sitting there on his, on his porch, you know?
0: Yeah, the ending... I'm not going to lie, I think the ending of Infinity War maybe confused me more than most of the movie. I think it, I'm not really sure, once he did the snap, the whole scene with Gamora as a child. Right. That, because he doesn't have the gauntlet on, and it's, what was it, it's like kind of an orange background?
1: Is that what it was? Yeah, that was in the Soul Stone.
0: So he basically was in the Soul Stone.
1: For... I'm not sure if he was in it as much as maybe he used the soul stone to transport there or see her. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Before, before he ended up, um, snapping out of there. Well, he didn't really snap out of there, but I mean, he you know he fell into the tesseract space uh, portal to to get out of there. So. The thing is, like, the Soul Stone is, like, the only one that we just... It's, like, the one that we just found out about. So, like, we don't know too much about, like, what it does. Yeah. So that's, like, the hardest thing of, like, was he in it? Was he using the power to see her? You know? Like, does that mean she's still alive and she's in the Soul Stone? Can she get brought back? Another popular theory is that maybe Nebula risks her life to exchange with Gamora? Now,
0: Nebula plays a role in the comics, if I read correctly. She right. actually... She defeats
1: Thanos. Right. She's actually the one to take the gauntlet and wear it and, like, I guess reverse or change, you know, what had happened.
0: Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Me neither. Me neither. Because she hasn't played that much of a role. I mean... And that just at... seems like... Right, they were kind of building her up to be a bigger role in this movie, but she really still only had, like, maybe ten minutes of screen time. Like, she didn't have much.
0: Yeah, plus, it, it it sounds bad to for me, but, like, that just seems maybe too easy.
1: Right, and that's the issue. I feel like they're definitely not going to go the too easy route. Because, yeah, that's just, like, stealing it off of him, putting it on, and then being like, all right, we reset, you know? Um yeah. There's got to be some way to do it where some of the stuff still matters but obviously they bring back the heroes and not just the heroes but the other 50% of the population that just disappeared. Yep. Which we got our first look into at the last end credit scene of Ant-Man. Did you stick around for that one too?
0: I did. What was that one again? That was the one
1: that was the only time an end credit scene was in the previews. Like really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cuz they kept showing that in previews. But they've like the emergency alert system going off and it just looks like empty outside <laughs> and it looks crazy you know like uh, oh yeah obviously cuz they lost 50% of their population um but it makes you wonder like obviously it seems like Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place over the course of like uh th- 3 days maybe yeah because Scott says he has like 3 days left of house arrest so yeah the movie itself
0: is very it's it's in a very short time span.
1: Right, and so is Infinity War, because all of that happens within those three days then, because mm. we don't see any news coverage of the New York battle or Tony Stark going missing uh in no. Ant Man. Um and obviously they're busy with their own things. People keep questioning, like, well, why didn't he go to New York and help? Well, one, he's across the country and two, he's not on the best of terms with Iron Man <laughs> after no. the Civil War. And he's under house arrest, you know, so he's, he's focused on his own problem. But then, the Wakanda stuff, like, because in, in Infinity War, they mention that he is under house arrest, I think.
0: Yeah, they do. No, they said, um... Or
1: he's retired?
0: No, the reason why he wasn't, uh, the reason why he wasn't there was, it said in the movie... They, he had some sort of deal right uh, that's why like for the, with their families they did um, Ant-Man and Hawkeye were gonna not be a part of these types of battles
1: right and I think that has part to do with like the with the house arrest like he took a deal where he gave up his stuff to like be under house arrest so he can you know finally be a dad you know yeah So, at that point, he's still not done his uh, mandatory time yet. So, it definitely falls somewhere in that Infinity War time frame. But, I'm guessing this end credit scene where they disappear and they're going into the quantum realm had to be like the day after Ant-Man took place. Like, the day after the movie just took place. Some people may sound like it could be like a longer period, but like... Infinity War really takes place over maybe a stretch of two days, maybe, at most. Yeah. Like, it's all really quick. So, um, for the snap to happen, then, it would probably have to be, like, the day after those three days <clears throat> in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, yeah. So, it's all a very compact uh, movie. <clears throat> now... Do you think we'll see Ghost again? Do you think she'll join the Avengers? Um, uh, or she's just an Ant-Man character now for the third I, one? I
0: think I think she's just an Ant-Man character. There, there isn't a whole lot of there isn't a whole lot of side characters that show up in the main movies, right? Like you don't really see villains. You don't see the other villains that have occurred. I know some of them get defeated, some of them don't. But you don't really see a lot of the villains show up in the Avengers 1, 2, 3, Civil War. They're all kind of just with their own series. And I honestly don't think that's going to be the last Ant-Man movie.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I think we're going to get a third one.
0: Because, yeah, because Ant-Man's a part of the next wave of the heroes. So if they do... Kind of pass it down. They could always do an Ant-Man movie with his daughter becoming right. like that superhero. And then, it, especially if in Infinity's uh, not Infinity War two Avengers four, if they do something where she he does bring her back, like maybe he goes into the future, like you said, right. and she becomes a part of his kind of the dynamic of the whole Ant-Man universe, then. You could easily end up with a uh, a movie from that. So, I don't think Ghost is going to be anything with Avengers 4. Right. I'd be shocked.
1: Yeah, it makes you wonder if maybe she disappeared too. Like We have no idea if she's even still around. That's true. Or um, if, like, Luis or anybody is still around.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of weird to think because, like, he's just stuck there. He doesn't know what's going on, so...
1: Right, yeah, so he doesn't even what? know, like, if... That's why he has to go to the future, right? Like, if he goes into the past, he can't go warn anybody because he doesn't even know Thanos snapped. He doesn't even know who Thanos is, you know? So he's got to, yeah. like, learn about it first.
0: And then um, you have to wonder, how, who does he learn it from? Does he go in Then and he just sees, and that's what he does. He runs into his daughter in 10, 15 years, and she tells him what happened. And Right. Which, uh, when you... When you say it now, that, that does sound probably like the most probable theory to come out of it.
1: Right, that's what I think, too. I think that would be pretty cool. One, because it could kind of still show us, like, this is what Thanos did, right? It ruined, like, the world. And even, like, 15 yeah. years in the future, everything's terrible, you know? Um, but it doesn't, like... It doesn't totally negate everything that he did, Um.
0: No, because it it can't be a simple, Avengers 4 can't be just like a simple, we're going to fix it like this, we fix it, and then, you know, just kind of go along their merry way. Mm -hmm. Because you have to wonder, how's the movie going to be structured? Could it be set where it starts in the future, and you just kind of see these, the characters just living their lives with literally half the universe gone? Right. You know, obviously, a Thanos isn't going to probably be much of a tyrant because you know he got what he wanted.
1: Right, so he got what he wanted. Relax. He left. He went back home.
0: Yeah, he's just going to be relaxing. They're going to be trying. Maybe they're they tried to figure out ways, but they just can't come to anything. Um, I don't. That would be kind of weird though if it's in the f- distant future, because then obviously all the characters are going to be older. Right. But maybe it's. It could easily start with, you know, Ant-Man in the future, finding everything out. And And then then maybe he
1: leads them through the quantum realm to the time vortex, you know? Yeah. Because he should still have his technology to, like, shrink himself into the quantum realm. So maybe he, Mm -hmm. you know, does that and and is like their guide that says, Hey, like, I had to get through this to get to you guys. Like, here's how we get back (laughs) home, you know? Um, all right.
0: There's a lot of ways they can go for it And obviously you have to hope they Pick the right one Which they normally do Right. I don't think Avengers 4 is going to be very disappointing I don't think it will be disappointing at all
1: Right, I heard uh, the, the directors, Joe and Anthony Russo Just said actually Avengers 4 They feel like is their best film So Obviously yeah, I... something has to go <laughs> yeah, good it'll, be,
0: it'll be cool because you can easily have one of those, you know, like all of a sudden something happens where they all come back and it's like this big scene. Right. The entire theater's going to stand up and cheer, probably. But
1: <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, it was crazy. Like, uh, my theater was actually really quiet. It didn't get. um We saw it twice, though. Our second time, we went to a, a theater that had more seats. And it was actually a better atmosphere, I feel like. Um, yeah. Just because, like, people were, like, so shocked at the end. Like, especially when it faded to black on Thanos, just, like, looking over, the you know, the sun setting. Uh, yeah. Or whatever. Everybody was like, what? <laughs> what just happened? Right. Um, another theory that's been going around, too, is that is that Captain Marvel would be the one to pull Ant-Man out of the Quantum Realm. But I don't think her powers get her into the Quantum Realm. I don't even know how she would know he's in there. I think that one's the most stretch, I think, of yeah of them all. I mean, she's probably going to come... We might have Avengers 4 kind of split into two different movies, with like half of it being Scott's story, trying to save and go back, and then half of it being Captain Marvel's story, where she comes... And tries, you know, follows Nick Fury's page and and gets to uh, Earth.
0: Yeah. I mean, Infinity Wars itself was just kind of a bunch of different storylines coming yeah, yeah. together.
1: Yeah, you had all the Titan people, and then you had all of the people on Earth, and Wakanda and everything. Oh, yeah, you had... And Thor, and Guardians.
0: Yeah, you had Thor and the Guardians in space, you had... And them trying to find a weapon for Thor. Right. You had... Um Tony Stark, Doctor Strange and all of them fighting Thanos on his home planet. Right. Then you ended up with everybody kind of congregating besides the ones on Titan, um and Wakanda. Uh,
1: yeah, I was really surprised they didn't pull every one of them together, you know, that you had it where people were on Titan. It though. And then, I, yeah, I it was. It. it was nice. Um It went against everything I thought. Like, I watched this video um, by a a podcaster who does Marvel stuff uh, before Avengers came out. And I actually turned it off because I thought he was giving away too much. Because he was like, from the way I watched the trailers, here's how I think the story is going to go. And it made sense. You know, like, it made a lot of sense. And I was, like, turning it off, like, five minutes in. I was like, no. And then I watched the movie, and he was so wrong. He was so wrong. He you know, he had one part right where it starts with, you know, like the New York stuff and Spider-Man and Tony and Doctor Strange get to um get to uh the Titan and, and fight there. Uh but he thought that took place in like the second act of the movie or like at the be- near the beginning of the movie, you know, maybe halfway through. And then he thought the final battle was Wakanda, but it was actually kind of like you know, Thanos is jumping around, going wherever he wants. You know, he's going to get those other stones. He goes to nowhere with the Guardians, you know. And then he goes to Titan. And then Titan and Wakanda are really, like, back-to-back in the third act. It was, like... That was so cool, too. And that's one of my favorite scenes, is them, like, trying to get that gauntlet off of his hand on Titan. Yeah. Like, seeing, like, Spider-Man come in and try to kick him while, uh, you know, Doctor Strange and and... Um, Just throwing his uh, cape around him, and then you have uh, Peter Quill and the Guardians helping out. Like, it was so cool. Oh, yeah. But I think my favorite grouping was the Rocket Groot and Thor. I just thought they were great.
0: <laughs> that was weird, because I actually, like, that part wasn't was one of my least favorites.
1: Well, you I... know, my favorite part of it was. Like I can't wait until it comes out on DVD. And and this episode's going to come out around the time that it's on DVD. But I can't wait to rewatch it again cuz my favorite part I think of the whole movie is when Thor uh arrives on in Wakanda with Rocket oh, on his shoulder and Groot's right next wait. to him. Yeah, that
0: that honestly like that part kind of was like the climax of the movie.
1: Yeah, that was so cool. And then you have, you know, Steve Rogers be- meeting Groot with the "I am Steve Rogers" <laughs> bit, <laughs> like. Uh,
0: no, that part. That part honestly was like the scene in the movie where everything finally came together. Yeah. It was like you're you're waiting for that moment where they would all kind of be there together fighting, and you knew once Thor had his weapon that it was just it was over for the people down there. Um, obviously. It had to happen that way, though. Um, I wasn't shocked that I, they couldn't make another movie if, say, they did defeat Thanos.
1: Right. So, so when you walked into the theater, did you and and, and the movie's unfolding? Did you think? Because you said you weren't shocked, but did you think that Thanos would win that movie? I, th- and I had.
0: I think because kind of back to when we did the first one. Uh, about the Infinity Wars trailer, I think, I remember thinking that it was either going to be one of those movies where it didn't kind of finish, and that the uh, Avengers 4 was going to be like a, just a continuation. Right. Um, Or if it wasn't, it was going to be, something was going to happen, and it was going to cause them to actually, like, figure out how to fix whatever Thanos did. Right. And as the, and when I went in, I, I kind of assumed it wasn't going to be one of those happy endings. So I was kind of prepared for that. Um, but the ending of the movie really didn't shock me in a way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it wasn't great to watch all that happen. Right. But I didn't watch it going, I can't believe that happened. Like, once he got the time stone, I was like, okay, something bad's going to happen it's it's gonna happen in this movie and you know he got the last one out of um, Vision and once I saw, started watching people disappear I was like okay like that makes sense
1: right and that's what like I so like when I first went into it I thought maybe he doesn't get all stones in this movie and he kind of like goes and licks his wounds and comes back for Avengers 4 right yeah um but as it was unfolding, especially, especially as you said, once he got the time stone and Wanda breaks the mind stone from vision, I was like, that better not stop him because he has the time stone. He's just going to reverse it. And that's exactly what he did. He reversed it and then took it. And it was like, man, all of that was for nothing, you know? And then you even have, you, I, still before he snapped, I'm like, something's gotta happen but also you know there's this other movie like you said that they can't kill him right so right even when thor like stabs him in the heart you're like you you think the same thing thanos does where you're like you should have gone for the head because i still have my hand to snap you know and and he does and let me tell you i was shocked when they started disappearing and it snapped until we got to black panther and spider-man fading away Uh, once we got, like, when Winter Soldier disappeared, I was like, okay, he he could actually stay dead, you know? Like, he, he doesn't have his own franchise, he's, he can stay dead. Um, but when you start removing, uh, some of the, some of the Guardians, or specifically, like I said, Black Panther, who just had this huge movie, and they've already talked about making a sequel and Spider-Man 2 is supposed to come out in July next year, Um, then at that point I was like, okay, they're bringing these guys back. So it it would have been cool if they had not announced some of that stuff because I feel like maybe more people would be like, oh my God. But I still think people would be like, look, they just did all of this to get Spider-Man back. They're not going to kill him off right now.
0: No, and that's that's how I kind of walked out of the movie because, I mean, obviously it, it sucked to watch it, but right. at the same time I was like, well, this gives you your whole basis for the next movie.
1: Exactly, yeah, it really sets up the plot for the next movie. But because, still, it still feels like its own movie in the sense of, like, Thanos completed his mission, it's over, you know? Right.
0: Um, and that's kind of, it's cool because you're going to have a, basically it's going to be the same it could be the same setup you're going to have a bunch of storylines right because you're going to have Ant-Man in the quantum realm you're going to have the ones that survived you're going to have Hawkeye is obviously going to
1: show up we did not even talk about Hawkeye
0: (laughs) yeah and then Captain Marvel how is she going to play into it so you have to figure out there's a lot of ways it could go but luckily they set themselves up for basically making it a movie that could just have anything happen so it's it's so hard to, I know a lot of people like to try to, try to guess, obviously, like, oh, this is what's going to happen, or you have a bunch of people that probably, they like on Reddit, they might be, right. you know, doing all this, like, oh, this is what's going to happen, or, you know, my theory is this. But luckily, with the way Marvel's done it, you know, it's, the way Marvel's done it is you really can't, because there could be literally anything.
1: Right. Right, yeah, it could be, you know, like I said, we named probably like five or six theories just of how Scott gets out of the quantum realm. (laughs) Like, literally anything can happen. He could stay in there the whole movie, really, I guess. Uh, Hopefully not. (laughs) I think the part of me that loved
0: Ant-Man and the Wasp more than I enjoyed Black Panther or more than I've enjoyed some of the other movies was that it just, it really was one of the ones that was such a good bridge movie because it gave you it didn't, like, keep you from thinking something couldn't happen.
1: Right. Right, and and, and like you said, as a bridge movie, too, it, it really fills in some gaps of... It's really a sequel not only to Ant-Man, but a sequel to Captain America Civil War, too. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with Civil War, and they talk about the Accords, and, you know... Yeah. Um, so it really feels like... It's one of those movies for the Marvel Cinematic Universe where you're like, it really does feel connected in this one. You know, like, everything is yeah um, connected, and everything's a sequel to each other.
0: And it was cool to have it happen right after Infinity Wars, because it wasn't a movie that you have to jump around a lot.
1: Right, yeah, it was a movie where you just stuck with... Because uh, it was taking
0: place right then.
1: Right, exactly. But, um, but speaking of Hawkeye, before before we wrap up here... Uh, but Hawkeye, um, what do you think his role is in Avengers four? And do you think all of his family disappeared or, uh, maybe just his wife or just his kids?
0: I will say, personally, someone has probably disappeared.
1: Right. Uh,
0: (laughs) Because it looks like there isn't any setup where there wasn't some sort of disappearance, you know, it, 50, it's 50% of the population so somebody in his family is probably gone. Um, I don't think he's one of the ones that left though.
1: Yeah, uh, me neither. He, he's supposed to be in Avengers 4 but I guess really like we said if it's time traveling it could be before Thanos or, or whatever yeah. but he's supposed to have a different hairdo and everything supposedly so. Uh, that's weird. I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't know how many ways you can put Jeremy Renner's hair
1: but uh, it's it's very different from what I've seen. But really? Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find a picture for you.
0: Um, what I like about I—I I honestly think uh, when the snap happens, you—you uh, might, you might get to see who knows. Maybe that's how they start the movie. Right. I think that'd be kind of cool. You start the movie with how Hawkeye dealt with it, and then he's probably gonna—he's gonna go try to find whatever he can do.
1: To bring him to, back,
0: To bring him back, which... At this point, he's... He'll be brought in from the ones that are still there.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's one of the originals, so...
0: Yeah, so he's definitely... If that whole original one's staying... So that should be that, that part of it.
1: Right, and I think... Th- this is tough, because I'm not sure where he really fits in. I'm thinking maybe... Like you said he was maybe getting ready to watch a movie with his family at, on the couch and then they just poof, you know, uh, yeah. dust. Um, and then he, you know, somehow finds out what's going on. Maybe he calls the Avengers. Um, cause obviously the news probably wouldn't know too much about Thanos cause Wakanda kind of hidden. So I don't think anybody really would have seen any of that fight to get on video or anything. <laughs> You know, yeah, like in New York, everybody could like just hold up their cell phone and 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 video it. So it's gonna be a little different. Um, but yeah, maybe even he takes place in like the future where he's older and you know he's a changed man, maybe, and he's helping Scott because they they kind of knew each other from Civil War, you know. Uh, so maybe that's yeah. somebody he seeks out. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting to think about Hawkeye. Uh, one, because he doesn't have too much he can do; it's just bow and arrow. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, not really sure what he would do to take vengeance on his family. You know, because I don't think he, they're launching Hawkeye into space to take on Thanos. So, uh-huh. he's got to do some sort of mission on Earth that <laughs> keeps him, you know, kind of grounded yeah. and and occupied.
0: Uh, it's still that's the great part about it is that there's so many ways. And there's so many things we could talk about, but until the movie actually comes out, it's not even, it's not going to be clear at all.
1: Right. And we'll probably have to revise some of this stuff once the trailer comes out, too. Yeah. Um, I think the last trailer for that came out in, like, November, so maybe, maybe we get one in November. Yeah. Uh, which think, would be cool.
0: And obviously we'll have to get a Captain Marvel trailer first, but... Right, right. Uh... Because that movie's going to be more just setting up who the character is,
1: exactly, and why she's so why Nick Fury would call her uh, during yeah. such a desperate hour. Yeah, because
0: she is supposed to be like the most power, the most powerful Avenger. So
1: right, yeah, she definitely is one of the top tier power houses of the MCU,
0: and I, I think she has she has to be there has to be something with her and defeating Thanos. There's no way you can't just bring her in and not have her do something like that.
1: But would you be disappointed if she's the one that ends up taking out Thanos? No. Cuz I think I would a little bit just because like that's like I don't know, I guess it's kind of like if you're watching a sport and they put in a substitute and he scores the winning goal or or touchdown. Uh but I
0: cuz my thinking was initially that the defeating of Thanos is going to be a mixture of Everybody Everybody coming in. Now, obviously, again, there's a lot of different ways that could happen. Mm -hmm. But I'm still of the thinking that her coming into the story, she's going to help the original Avengers figure out their um, plan and what to do.
1: Right. I just hope, like, what I mean, like, if she's, like, the last one to get the punch in and and finish them off, you know? like.
0: Oh, that, yeah. That would be kind of, like, because I... I would prefer it be Captain America and Iron Man.
1: Right, like, like double team?
0: But yeah. That'd be, like, their last, their last, like, thing they do as a part of
1: um, an Avenger. Right. Yeah, so hopefully, and I think they're setting up with that with the original Avengers. I don't think they're going to let Captain Marvel or Ant-Man be the one to just take them out at the end, or Hawkeye. Maybe they let Hawkeye shoot him with an arrow uh, <laughs> he's busy fighting Captain America and Iron Man and he just gets a snipe in with his arrow
0: in yeah. the end of it it'll be actually kind of sad because like those are the those are the characters that we've all kind of watched for the last right. 10 years I and know it hinges, on to...
1: these, it hinges on the next generation
0: yeah and I, I mean they already started off really well you know Spider-Man did great um, Black Panther Black Panther was obviously one of the biggest movies of the year so it's just hoping that they continue you want them to continue because there probably won't be another Avengers movie in itself even if it's without Chris Evans and uh, Robert Downey Jr because you think they would do like an Avengers 5 but not have any of the yeah, original
1: I, I think that's what they're building up to yeah they're gonna try to do something like that. Yeah, I think it'll continue. Like, the Avengers line will continue. It'll just have a different roster. Uh, that's how the comics have always done it. So I think, like, if we get Avengers 5, it's probably going to be a longer wait. Yeah. A longer wait while they rebuild. Especially because we didn't even talk about this, really. But uh with Disney buying Fox and that pending and being voted on on the 27th of July... Um they they would get the X-Men and Fantastic Four. So that's even more characters that, like... Fantastic Four are really huge for the Marvel Universe. Um, are they really? Yeah, yeah, they're huge. They, they're really the ones that started the, like, cosmic universe, uh, you know, going in kind of like Guardians-esque um, plots, you know, where they go off in space. They're really, like... They're really big in that they have come with a l- bunch of of villains that can uh, be just amazing. Same thing with the Spider-Man villains, how they can kind of come in. But, uh, yeah, so seeing how they bring in those, those characters, they might build up, you know, some of those Fantastic Four and, and X-Men before they put together another Avengers um, roster, you know. But I think mostly what you're going to see is probably Captain Marvel probably takes over as the new lead of the Avengers. Um, you'll have Spider-Man... Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and um, Ant Man, and maybe, maybe Thor sticks around. Maybe he gets a fourth movie, since Ragnarok was the biggest Thor movie of, yet. So yeah,
0: it was the biggest one, but I feel like it was a good ending point. Ragnarok. Right. Because now, obviously, Asgard and most of the people—well, it's not all of them—are are gone.
1: Well, some of them survived. Um, the the directors are going around and said that you know, like Valkyrie from from Thor survived. Yeah. Um,
0: that'd be cool to see her. She was good in the movie,
1: right? So maybe maybe she joins the roster, or you know, um, and we also have Wasp as well. So yeah, yeah, you maybe. could you can build a team maybe. of like five or six of those
0: maybe when they bring everybody back they can bring back killmonger right who's my favorite villain.
1: right yeah he would uh i don't think he would play so nicely with with others though i just it'd be great for the
0: second black panther movie oh (laughs) i guess if they're if they're buying fox you know is there a shot that we bring in like peter griffin
1: right yeah he could be a huge (laughs) villain too he really could uh
0: you know it was funny this is a completely off topic though but when i read that they were buying fox i was like what's that mean for simpsons land
1: or whatever right. over at universal studios right i guess it means that disney owns another land of theirs again <laughs> I was like if they can um, buy harry yeah. potter from wb then man universal's screwed <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i, I think i think simpson stands simpson land would stay the same cuz i just feel like Disney would say we're probably not making anything. We don't probably don't have land to do it. So we'll just make money off your merchandise and your our deal, you know.
0: And, you know, eventually the entire world's going to be uh Disney. <laughs> yeah, we're going to own
1: everything. Right. Um yeah. but yeah, it is cool to think that like Simpsons and Family Guy are going to be Disney property. Same thing with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, that's that's so wrong but so funny. And how I met your mother. So there you go. There's uh, uh can I get, can't a, wait get a How Not Your Mother Land. The Ted Mosby meet and greet. Right. <laughs> meet uh, Barney's suits. Yeah, have like a little walk in with his closet.
0: Man.
1: Well, that was completely off topic. Right. So. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's pretty much all that we had to go over. We kind of talked for a good bit there. Yeah. Um, um well we just want to thank you for being on matt do you want to say goodbye to uh everybody and maybe tell them if if you want to give out some social media uh Um, up to you
0: no say goodbye to everyone Uh, i don't really have any uh just keep following uh behind the dreams and uh was it we met behind the castle right we
1: met behind the castle for logan's yeah he'll be on later in this episode
0: Yeah, so go ahead, go follow them over on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, I don't have any podcasts, but you never know.
1: (laughs) Right, maybe eventually. Uh, Yeah, thank you. And we just want to thank Matt Hartgrove for coming on the show uh, for us this week. Again, coming up, we do have another episode with Logan Stump from We Met Behind the Castle and we'll be going over a lot of the same topics but we'll be getting different viewpoints and he might bring some theories uh to me that i've never heard and i might uh we might get some different responses than what we got from matt so stick around check your podcast catcher feed and check out for uh that next episode coming up they'll come back
0: because we'll need